Shows you guys fucking giggling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my lord! <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> I love it. What were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ, the BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. It's where it's going. 060606. The mark of Take the out beast. the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. Uh, oh, God. The <laughs> 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 beach is like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Uh, we are back in uh, the Flyover Studios. Um, with me, as always, is uh, my co-pilot, Mr. Nick Oaks. How you doing, buddy? Hey, hey. Um, uh, before we introduce our de- our guest today, I do want to remind everybody um, that coming up this Saturday, November fourteenth, uh, we have a big show. Um, we have only a few tickets left. It's Sunday when we're recording this, and uh, we have a. Uh, Limited amount of tickets remaining for the Todd McComas show at the uh, Paramount Theater um, and Ballroom. Uh, uh, well, the, the Paramount Theater Ballroom on November 14th. Um, uh, those We have a f- couple of VIP packages left, and I think we only have a couple of uh, um, discount packages left. Maybe this is a Sunday, so who knows by you know Thursday when this drops. So if there are any tickets left to that, snag those up um, before Saturday, and, uh, and we'll see you guys there at that show. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and introduce our guest today we have mr dan brown um in here from from lift lab uh over in fishers right so lift lab is in downtown indianapolis downtown indy downtown indy absolutely quite absolutely. okay but I, I frequent fishers quite a bit so very I cool know your lovely co-host yeah and then uh we just opened a second one in a quaint lake side town uh, <laughs> known as cicero there you go absolutely cicero is so cool i love cicero yeah yeah it's a great town um so so let us know a little bit about like what what lift lab does what, what's your uh what's your um what's the stick yeah yeah so lift lab if i described to anybody is, is performance-based training right so anybody that comes in the gym whether you're whether you're an elite athlete, you're an NFL player, whether you're, you know, a youth athlete, whether you're a business CEO, we're always going to be working towards whatever your goal is. Yeah. Right. And so our goal is your goal. 
And while I don't want to sound too generic in saying that we train with everybody, that is correct. We do train everybody, but there's always a common thread. And that thread is that people that train with us want to be the best in their craft. Gotcha. Right? So if you're if you're king of spreadsheets and slinging technology, you want to be the best at that. They <laughs> want to help you be the best, right? Yeah, so for sure. It's uh, But it's all performance-based training. You walk in, there's not like rows of treadmills and things like that. You're always with a coach. You have a customized program playing for you, nutrition, the whole shebang. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but, but before we dive into s- some more about Lift Lab and, and what you guys have going on, um, I do want to take a second and say that I feel very lucky to um, be in, in studio today because uh, there was an accident that happened. I'm on my way to actually go snag Nick um, on my way over there. Like, had I been 10 minutes faster out the door, it would have been me. Like, it, it was crazy. I don't know if you guys have had these situations happen right in front of you where it's like, holy shit. You know what I mean? That could have been me, but this car was coming up, uh, had a green light, and was it's one of those roads where if you hit all the lights at the right time, they'll just all stay green, and they were hitting them perfectly, and this one car tried to run through the stop sign and just boom. Now, luckily, it was uh, not as bad as it could have been, but uh, uh, the one car traveling east, as soon as I passed through the intersection, um, they pulled a... Uh, uh, their car had been turned to completely 180, and uh, it was like... Just one of those things that, that, that kind of makes you stop and, and be like, uh, well, you know what? I'm glad I'm here today. I'm glad that, uh, that I got here safely. Glad we rode down here together. Yes. <laughs> makes me feel Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I uh, am avoiding the wrecks today. Um, that's kind of where we're at. Um, so this is our first episode post-election, um, which is, uh, you know, another day, another president. It's kind of the way. I mean, it could change. It's technically post election yeah I, that's true that's true it's, it's post election <laughs> being called i guess and there's still a lot and of no one quit the show yeah it's no. true way to go guys yeah absolutely no one quit <laughs> Great uh, i still <laughs> appreciate and hang out with you guys <laughs> i think we're going to make it i think we'll be okay shit's going to be the same regardless Doesn't yeah absolutely are were you as sick as we were of the election oh, madness i'm sure i feel like that's a common theme i yeah. felt harassing this year to me actually correct i think that you know, my, my overall thing is it just pains me to see how much people think that one person influences their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And re- so I actually refuse to watch any of the, like, the election shows and the yeah. polling and shit like that. It was all done. It had happened, and I didn't have my phone on for six hours, and I was still working. I was still coaching kids sports. Yeah. I was still prepping food. I was still getting ready for the day. Yeah. You know, not everything ended. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Sky did not crack for open. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a, that's the perfect point is it's like, you know, the I see you know, Nick said it on the way down here like like, you know, there was a consciousness shift. That's what if that's what it felt like when you like and it's not that I wanted Trump to win or Biden to win. I if anybody knows me, I I don't care. It, yeah. In my opinion, whatever rules or laws or um, perceptions they want to get through, when I say they, I mean all of Congress, the Senate, the lobbyists, like all those, like it's not just the president, just like you said, there's a plethora of people that are involved in making these decisions Mm -hmm. and not just making, but influencing the president to sign the bill because really that's what he's there for. Yeah. Um, But when I saw that Biden was winning, it was just like it, the, like the air felt different. It there really was a different did. Smell. 
I don't know that it necessarily seemed brighter, but the color that you like that I was perceiving from things like there's always a hue that's bouncing off of things. And that seemed to kind of change. It just seemed different. Like there's a there's there's a new paradigm coming along now. I don't know if that's good or bad, um, but time, time will tell. Yeah. And then who knows? <laughs> but I might go right back the way it was. But I think I, there's certainly something to be said for, you know, like, 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 like you said, Dan, the, the, you know, the amount of, of, uh, you know, holding that people have with a team and with a person. And they're like, this represents sure. me and, 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 and my thing. And, and I think that we have all these things to grab onto. You know what I mean? Like, like it used to be your team was your sports and now your team is your political ideology. Your team is your religion. Your team is your diet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, people are, Oh, you're not keto. Oh, you're paleo. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. You know what I mean? Like, like, like there's, there's all all these teams to be on. First of all, if you're not vegan, I don't even want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, then you can sit over there. I uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, and meat. and if you're a vegan out there, uh, we love you. Do, do what you do when you do what you do. Um, but you know, it's like it's 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 the, the, the there's all these teams to be on. And I don't think it's good to be on one. Honestly, who cares? For sure not. I, I think that the just to piggyback a little bit off of what you're saying too is the thing that's changed quite a bit is that when I grew up. I was told by my family, like when you're in public, you don't talk about religion, you don't talk about politics. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? And then Facebook has essentially become a diary that everybody shares the most personal thoughts with and just spews it out. Yeah. And so in the past too, like, yeah, you have these conflicting views, but you wouldn't have such a divide. Yeah. And what is just blatantly obvious is whether you're on the Republican side of the coin or the, or the de- Democratic or uh, yeah, the Democratic side of the coin, I think everybody can step back and think, I don't want to live in this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I'm not know what the solution is, but this ain't a good path. Exactly. Right. right. I think that's what you got to be able to do is say is, is notice when something doesn't feel right or doesn't seem to be going right. And not just for you. you I mean, it could be going right for you, but if it's affecting more people negatively, and it, it's not affecting you. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way. There's, and it's not going to affect everybody the right way. But I think the problem is our people that are in charge, they have too much pride to say, I think we fucked up here. We should probably run this back and do it a different way. Yeah. Or we should ask this person, you know, this, this specialist in this field, if, if they could come in and lend us a hand. I don't see any of our... Uh, congressmen or our politicians doing things like that maybe it's just me humility is a a sign of a good leader yeah yeah and 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 most leaders like i i won't say all but but a lot of the the leaders that get to the top of the top you know don't get there with integrity you know what i mean like that sucks like that's sort of the way the pyramid is built is that it's it's hard to maintain you know 100% integrity or 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 even like i don't know i'd go as far as to say 50 50 integrity and get to a place like the white house like it i i just feel like at some point you have to make you know you have to uh, put some things up for up for dibs yeah you know i'm sure you could talk as an athlete i mean look at what michael jordan say or look, look look at what the people that played with michael jordan say about him yeah. like he was a great person off the court but 
when Roots. he was on the court, like Savage. he didn't he did not yeah. care. And people were saying that about LeBron James now. And it used to not be that way. Maybe that's why he's I guess getting into better situations and winning more championships, but you're right. I mean, sometimes you gotta the humility is yeah. is, is not required. And also, you know, it's it, yeah, it's it, and and that's the biggest thing about election time, especially one that was as as polarized as you know this election was. Is humility is one of those things that like right now is a perfect time to take account of those around you. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 and I don't say that to to make you, you know reassess your your friendships and i'm not telling you to cut anyone out of your life but at the same time just take note of of those that are that are you know if if they're being victorious make sure they're being you know humble in their victory if they're if they're in defeat make sure they're being humble in their defeat you know don't not don't pass judgment but take note you know what i mean Uh, observe that and you know um take note of it because that's that's a that's a something that you know can transfer into a lot of different things about life so i don't know it's a, it's a interesting thing to to be going through right now especially something that you know that powerful and and so it, it kind of reminds me of of uh um the show that i just watched uh the queen's gambit on on netflix um the if, if you haven't seen it um i'll give you a brief synopsis i guess there's not much of a i'm not gonna give any spoilers but it's about just a a, a young um a girl that's a prodigy um, at chess and and uh, one of the themes throughout it and and in chess itself is humility and um, how that can approach the way we do a lot of things about life and there was a quote at the end of it that I wasn't able to find um, I but found, it I found one I don't know if this is the one but I actually really like this one it's a longer one okay it, uh, chess is chess isn't always competitive. Chess can also be beautiful. It has the board I noticed for. It was the board I noticed first. It's an entire world of sixty four squares. I feel safe in it. I can control it. I can dominate it, and it's predictable. So if I get hurt, I only have myself to blame. Yes, that's actually a quote from the main character in that show. Yes, um, the, the, and, and the, it's, that's totally true. The the guy who wrote Color of Money wrote this book. Oh, wrote the book. Okay, so so I, I guess I didn't know that the show was after a book. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, good to know. Learn new things every day. Um, but the the show, I mean, not the movie. Um, but yeah, so that's a that's an awesome. Yeah, that's a quote from the uh, from the from the book slash show. Um, that is fantastic, by the way. Uh, everyone in that in that movie uh, does really really well. Uh, movie show, damn it! I mean, they're it's, ba- it's basically, they basically are like yeah. eight, it's it's seven an movies, hour and 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. for each episode. Yeah, so they're they're small it's, movies. It's a it's it's a movie production, so I, I'm going to go ahead and stick with it. But it's uh, the the reason that I bring it up is is you know it made me think a lot about how you know life can be a chessboard. And the quote specifically that I that I remember from there talks about how life um, is the chessboard, how uh, the pieces represent uh, those that exist within that board. Um, uh, the board is earth. The pieces are those that would exist within it. And then the rules are the laws of nature, the laws of God and how using those three things, we, you know, essentially play chess every day and how we'll never see our opponent, but we know that we're playing because the pieces keep moving. And I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, so, Dan, tell us a little bit about what uh, what else you guys have going on over at Lift Lag. Uh, Nick was actually telling me about something pretty cool that you have called 75 Hard. 
Yeah, so seventy five hard is not mine. Oh, okay. Uh, that's guy. It's I I took it from uh, Andy Frischilla. He has the MF CEO podcast. If you ever okay. listen to that, cool. He actually did just did like a little book about it, seventy five hard. But it's real simple, and the idea is that you follow a diet. You get to pick the diet. There's no cheat meals. So if you're a keto, vegan, paleo, whatever, you can do that diet. You follow that diet for 75 days. You have to exercise twice a day, 45 minutes each session. They they can't be back-to-back, so you can't exercise for an hour and a half. One of those sessions has to be outside, regardless of rain, sleet, snow, shine. Uh, you got to drink a, a, a gallon of water. You got to read 10 pages a day. And it's really, really simple. Um, for me, reading super easy because I do a ton of it all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, exercising for me doesn't have as many limitations because I own a gym. Sure. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. But the huge, kind of part of your natural flow. Yeah, for sure. But the one that was like uh, a little bit of a pain in the butt was making sure one of those training sessions is outside. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, for example, I might lift, I, I probably lift every day and I'll train jujitsu. Well, okay. those are both inside sure right so now i got to do something else outside and a lot of times i used it to walk but the whole thing is it's not a fitness it's not a fitness challenge yeah. per se it's a it's somewhat of a lifestyle challenge yeah and it was kind of interesting for me to choose to do it because i'm not somebody that lives an undisciplined life mm-hmm. right i've always i shouldn't say always but for the majority of my adult life this goes back to when i coached at purdue my life was really structured because of the time constraints yeah right and that's what this gets at so if i know that you know i'm a single dad i've got two boys i've got football practice i got a coach i got businesses to run i got bills to pay i got a house to take care of a lot work to do and i know that i got a football game at night or kids practice and i'm going to do jujitsu and i'm going to lift weights that day well i'm probably going to have to get up at 4 30 in the morning and go outside for a 45 minute walk okay right so it's more about like just having the discipline yeah to follow through with your goals sure right and it's it's applicable to everything mm-hmm the biggest benefit from it is just time management, right? If you if you sit here and you and Nick tell me like, hey, I want to I want to take my podcast cast this year, and I want to be able to make a hundred thousand dollars in ad revenue. Okay, yeah. well, you you don't just get a hundred thousand dollars in ad revenue. You got steps. Yeah, you got to take and markers you got to hit. And are you doing those things to make sure you hit those goals? Yeah, right. Are you staying organized with your time, or is it like, eh, I'll get to it later. Sure. Right, and so that's kind of more the the point and the purpose of seventy five hard. It's not so much about fitness, but it's more just about like it's about structure. It's about it's about time management, and it's about um, you know making sure that those that, that the time is set aside for the rounding of the the, the, the rounding of the self, I guess. Right, and it's it's along the lines of personal responsibility. Right, yeah. this goes back to my point about the president and how much control he doesn't really have over you, sure. regardless of who it is, but the the whole idea is like if your life sucks you're responsible for changing it yeah and right. you you're responsible for changing it through your daily actions and what Absolutely. actions are you choosing right are you choosing to do this you choosing to do that so with the 75 hard it probably didn't have as much impact on me as it could have on somebody else yeah and it, I, I hate saying god that sounds arrogant saying it. no 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 but no 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 that's like that, such that makes an total asshole sense. statement but but the whole reason I did it, yeah. the whole reason I did it is because I was slipping. Oh, another thing is there's no alcohol. Okay. okay. So, you know, I went through this divorce and how all this shit going on. Yeah, and yeah, I, and absolutely. I was drunk every day, but I have some beer every sure, day. Sure, absolutely. Right? And I was like, you know what? I'm not sure 
this aligns with what I'm doing. Here's something I could I could hop into and just kind of hit the reset button. Yeah, absolutely. Right. There's no prize at the end. You don't win anything. Yeah. Like you nobody's giving you a, a pat on the back or a thumbs up. It's just you know that you got your shit squared away and that you, to you, do what you need to you're do. You're in the driver's seat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And exactly. I, I think that that's, that's something that a lot of people could use a reset on. You know what I mean? We we um, have had a lot of... Uh, I think that might be mine. Okay. Uh, uh, the um, uh, well, One of the things that we have talked about this week... Um, one of the things that we talked about this week was kind of how, you know, um, that there is some sort of reset, not that there's one happening, but that like, I don't know, it kind of just feels like there's something else on the bend. If that, if, if that makes sense. And, you know, something like 75 hard is one of those things that, that doesn't seem unattainable at, at, at all like like i used to be one of those guys it's like geez 75 days mm-hmm. holy shit you know what i mean but but <clears> nowadays <throat> i'm like you know what i, I mean 70 di- 75 days goes so fast it right. goes it, it really does yeah and so i mean th- this is like a real small example of how it's like I- impactful so it just it it puts like you know, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, right? So it basically takes you back to the thought stage with where you want to go. Yeah. Right. And like, okay, you know what, Dan, you've got, this is a conversation with myself. You got things you want to do, things you want to achieve. Let's break this down into goals. Okay. So I have a, a financial goal, right? I have a business goal and I have a personal goal, right? And so the, like the easiest example that, that's come up recently is I want to do this jujitsu tournament and I want to do it at expert division, which is something I haven't done. Right. Well, I got hurt. My forms all messed up. There's a lot. I, I'm busy. My kids mm-hmm. have games today. There's a lot of reasons why I couldn't or I should have not done this tournament yeah. this morning. And the conversation was like, well, you know what? You actually committed to doing this. Yeah. And like, this is part of it. Right. This is taking care of business. This is like seeing things through. Sure. The outcome isn't important, but the process is. Yeah. Right. So go through the process. Yeah. Right. It's just a little reminder. Right. Of like, yeah, you know what, if you're going to, if you're going to be, if you're going to harden up and you're going to be a little bit tougher a person, you have to put yourself through like those sort of scenarios. Right. Yeah. Those, those, uh, those struggles keep us grounded. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, I guess one of the ultimate lessons of, of not only martial arts, but jujitsu specifically is, is that clarity through struggle (laughs) and, you know, to kind of circle back around to our conversation regarding, you know, like, like what you were talking about is, 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 you know, being sort of a, um, a a weapon of your own will, you know, going back to that quote that BJ said, you know what I mean? It's like, these are my 64 squares. I can dominate it or I can lose it, but I know that my moves were my choice. 100%. And, and, you know, when, when we talk about those sorts of things that, that even with, you know, you, you guys both having, you know, kids, it's, it's one of those things that, that, that driving that home early, like that's something I wish I knew when I was 12 or or 13 or 14 is like, I wish I knew, you know, how much that song drive by incubus was applicable. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that, like, I, I wish I knew I had, I had more control than I did. Well, I know a lot of people, um, and sometimes myself, struggle with, um, I guess, decisions that they make. Uh, and it's as simple as, you know what, I'm going to start this diet on Monday. 
I'm going to make sure that I eat right every day. I'm going to follow it for four weeks at least. And you start it on Friday and you kind of cheat on one of the weeks and you stop a little early. Well, your subconscious understands that you made a promise to your subconscious and it's coming for you. It's saying, hey, you know, this is this is what we talked about. This is what is, is going to make you a better person. And I know this, but you're not following it. And that's when people start to become depressed and they start to get more and more little bits of anxiety and, and other um, ailments along those lines. Yeah. And I think or, 75 or hard. things that at least share those symptoms. Anyway. Right, right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, 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 you know, not, not to, you know, uh, uh, you know, to take anything away from from potentially, you know, diagnosed things, but things that can have, you know, symptoms of anxiety and that right. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think something like 75 hard would would help. Yeah. Someone that has maybe not because when you play sports, you have to push yourself past a certain limit if you're any sort of an elite athlete. And when I say elite, I don't mean NBA player. Like there's elite athletes in high school yeah. that never make it to the NBA. For sure. Um, and so, it, but in order to even try to get to that level, there's points where you have to push yourself past that you never thought that you could get to. And some people that don't play sports will never know what that is. And trying to explain that to your kids and, you know, Kiara, she was mm-hmm. at your gym for a mm-hmm. while and she just thought she could not, I can't remember what the weight was. She just thought she could not do it. She just wasn't strong enough. And with the coaching that she had and me just kind of, even if you don't feel like you can do it, you have to believe that you can because that's part of the battle. Sure. And she did. She ended up getting it. And it's just one of those things when you never push yourself past that limit, you'll never know how far you can actually push yourself. And that's part of what we talked about last week in regards to intention is Mm -hmm. is that that belief is that intention you know faith is just active hope Mm -hmm. you know what i mean whether you project it on the universe or whether you project it on a deity or whether you you know you're you 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 know find find whatever way to to project it if you you know act with intention if you believe that you are working towards being strong enough then that's you know the first step towards making that become a real thing yeah and uh and that's awesome So, so so let me ask you this what is the emphasis on the 45 minutes outside? Is that like a is that a vitamin D sort of exposure to the sun sort of thing? No, I think it's um, I think it's two things. I think it's like comfort, comfort and inconvenience. Okay. Right. So like, for example, if it's raining, you're going for a walk in the rain. Sure. And again, like if you're a person that doesn't like the elements or whatever, you know, that can be an issue. But there might be I'm not, you know, the person necessarily answer this question, but like being outside being in nature walking around i don't know what it is fresh air vitamin d Mm -hmm. whatever it may be you just feel better yeah and uh, like sometimes that's you know i did most of it in my neighborhood it's like it's like suburbia right yeah yeah yeah. but i also did it downtown and it just has like a different a different feel i also did it in the woods like on a property that i hunt so you know it's just good being outside getting some fresh air and uh, shit half the time I, I'm walking by people petting their dogs like yeah. just interacting with strangers sure and shit like that which yeah. I think those little things 
also help because you're the sum of all your parts yeah right so you got to be you know physically healthy mentally healthy and things like that yeah and, and a big component and 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 as an extension of your community you know yeah. you, you you make your community stronger and and that's that's also another uh part of things is is walking by and talking to people and petting their dogs oh, is, yeah. is 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 a sense of community that that builds that you know um, you know, trust around you, which which is not always something that is you know reality in a lot of places. You can't walk down the street in downtown New York City and try to pet people's dogs like I like that. Definitely doesn't exist mm-hmm. there. But in places where where <clears throat> where you can you know um, you know ha- have that sort of interaction, I think it's important to have that. That's actually I can't remember what it is. You might know because I know you follow Dave Ramsey. But one of his um, there was like a challenge that he started, and I think one of the challenges was you had to talk to three strangers like just say hey how are you or it doesn't have to be like a full-on sentence or conversation but you have to get out of your comfort zone and and speak to somebody that you have no idea who they are um, for sure but how that, many people tried that and how many people got punched <laughs> i mean if you're just saying <laughs> hi it sounds awful can't be that yeah, i mean and that's well, yeah yeah I made friends this week with a homeless person and they were all making fun of me at the gym. They're like, they're like, you've you're like, Dan, you know, if you need more friends, like we're here for you. But it's the deal about it. Like, you know, I, you, we all get in our habits and we go down the same sports and I don't know how much time you guys have been spending downtown, but it's sad. Yeah. In the last six months has become a different place. I've had a business there for six years and now I'm looking at like boarded up windows and shit. And it That's just scary. has a different feel to it. It's very depressing. But there's yeah. one guy I see every morning, a homeless guy, and he's like grinning ear to ear like an idiot and like just waving and shit. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> I throw my truck in park and I get out and I'm like, hey. And I like yell. And I think he thinks I'm getting out to beat his ass. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, I love that you're happy. And he's like, I just want to talk to people. You know, almost, and it, seems, it sounds like crazy. I talk yeah. to a guy, he's asking stuff like, he never asked me for money, you know, never, like just hanging out, you know? Yeah. And there's like a human interaction component. Yeah, too. absolutely. And that's, is that a byproduct of like being outside, walking around for, you know, 45 minutes a day for sure. Yeah. Right. And you see the same people all the time. And yeah. there is like, you know, it breaks down barriers. Sure. Right? That's why the military, you know, does all like boot camp and shit the way that it does. Cause you got a bunch of people from a different background with, they don't know each other, but there's like some, there's like some, like, um, there's some feelings of like, we're in this together. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, did, did you guys, did, did you see any of the SNL from last night? I knew you was going to ask yeah. about it. I wanted did, to. Did you? I, I, I haven't seen a whole it. lot of it. I've seen some clips. I saw where he did the, uh, where Jim Carrey did the La Who is Her. I watched yeah. the 16 minutes. As, uh, as Joe Biden. I watched the whole. Um, 16 minutes was the cold open? No, six, that oh. was 12 minutes. Oh, damn. Uh, his monologue was 16. Chappelle's? Mm-hmm. Oh, I still need to watch that. Yeah. Oh I, man! I was watching the Notre Dame game. It what? was it was it was intense. Yeah, forgot all about Chappelle being on SNL. <laughs> I would not have turned that off. If you can wear your clan mask, you can wear your mask to a clan rally. You could wear it at Walmart. <laughs> oh, he said that. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Just, he's he's my favorite. He's, yeah. Oh yeah. Chappelle's he's the an best. American. He hero. was not getting any laughs from that audience. I bet he wasn't <laughs> because that's not I me. Mean, you realize yeah. it's probably Missy from Oklahoma who came to the big city, yeah, got some right. tickets, 
And there's only probably 14 of them in there. he's smoking on stage. Not oh, Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't fuck around. No. He, he, yeah, he tells every club that books him, like, just so you know, I'm smoking He yells, Lauren, I thought this was a comedy show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to watch that. But um, one thing that I did want to bring up is uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to my teammates on uh, on our trivia team. We're going to the state finals. We uh, yeah kind of yeah sport, I was pretty huh? excited about that. We uh, had a trivia game yesterday out of Britain Tavern, and uh, we got second. Top five teams are moving on to the state finals, and so that's going to be again at Britain Tavern um, here in a couple weeks. So I'm pretty excited about that. Our team name is My Best Friends, so that way every time the uh, trivia guy says this team is is My Best Friends, they all think we're like cheating. <laughs> they they all think that we're just friends with the owners. <laughs> so so. And you told me that the teams that you played against, or that, well, I don't know, smarted against. Uh, smarted against? <laughs> um, they are like. Wrote down more accurately against. Okay. That, I guess that works too. <laughs> um, but they're like the best teams in the state already, right? Some of them, yeah. Yeah. A couple of them had uh, um, like top rated scores, like I guess in the way that they, they measure that per bar. They had some of the top scores per bar. So hopefully we can uh, we can turn we make we got second. Um, we were one question away from first and you know hopefully we can have a nice turnout on state and if we get to we get through state then I think top five from no, I think you have to win state to go to nationals. I think fifty teams make it to nationals. One so, team per state. Yeah, hundred grand there for that grand prize. So uh, if you guys want to shoot us some some good vibes and uh, some shout outs uh, with that, that'd be a lot of uh, a lot of appreciation would go into that. I uh, <laughs> am, am really I don't know what what sort of questions are going to pull out for a hundred thousand dollar game of trivia, but I think they would be nothing um, but insane. They get insanely specific on those. It's crazy, but uh, you know you get to sit around a bar and drink uh, beer for three hours. So that's a that's a whole lot of fun. Is, uh, is nationals like that? Or definitely like- not part of a seventy heart, seventy five heart. You cannot do a seventy five heart nah. and do a trivia tournament. Is that's not going to work? Is nationals in a bar or is it like in a? I don't in know. A I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I feel like they would probably I feel like it's spelling bee style. Like everybody's yeah. quiet. Like a, like a like banquet claps. hall. Yeah, like, like a banquet hall just with a bunch of you have to recite uh, the frat question. house probably. I don't know. Speaking of that, you said your name, the team name. Do you guys have any favorite team? names growing up like softball any volleyball any names that you guys had oh off constantly is a great one <laughs> off constantly <laughs> yeah so that way every time you lose the other team had to say they beat off constantly it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good yeah i'm gonna give a shout out to reno collier on that joke I, uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take credit for that one, one of our but. softball names was just a tip there you go <laughs> i i hit it just off the tip <laughs> I just that saw is, the tip, you guys. That and, is, oh my god! And then one that got me in a lot of trouble was D's nuts in nineteen ninety-seven. <laughs> is that when it? How did you is spell that when it? it was originated? D E Z N U T Z. That's definitely when so it was. It was, it was uh, you could have called it like a German. You could have made it one word and called it Desnutz. So it was uh, senior. <laughs> it was uh, games of high school, freshman, sophomore, junior, seniors, whatever. Volleyball, tug of war. So you had to name your teams. We named it D's Nuts, and the older crowd did not get it. So our vice principal constantly was saying D's Nuts to court two. Everybody (laughs) laughed at him hysterically. I had smoked a lot of pot at break because I was done with sports. So I was like, let's get high. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, let's call ourselves D's Nuts. And we had wife beaters on and and put it. And so the next day, he knew what D's Nuts was. 
and I had to sit in an office to explain to him why I thought it was funny. <laughs> hey, I knew wow. you, were, you were ahead of the game, dude. And you were ahead of the game. D's nuts was like soup became like big that, time a couple well, years, just a couple years ago. That was off uh, the Chronic album came out. That's where. <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot it was off of that. So uh, I got off the Chronic album. I'm so trying to give you credit. I know, but it was funny listening to the guy vice yeah. principal saying D's nuts court two, <laughs> D's nuts court two. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we've been in so much trouble in these days. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was at camp, I don't know. I was like maybe like, I don't know like. 12 11 12 years old the movie pootie tang had (laughs) just come out and uh so uh you had the buddy system during um swim time which was how you kept each other from drowning and then when they yelled out um your team name you had to like respond with your team name and so like we put our name as pootie tang was the name of our uh, was the name of our team? They didn't get it, so we just at one point like said nothing and like hid behind the blob. And for like a minute and a half, we just had them screaming "Pooty Tang!" <laughs> just like a, just like a, like, like a sixty five plus year old <laughs> camp counselor, "Pooty Tang!" I can't believe they pronounced. Does it anybody right. know where the "Pooty Tang" is? <laughs> And no matter how old you are, you do not like to be laughed at when you say something <laughs> stupid. Yeah. No. Like yeah. you're reading off a... Why is everybody laughing at me? Yeah. I, I just oh, yeah. got pissed at my kids because of that. Yeah. They, they were... Uh, what was it? Please tell me what it was. They, I, I can't remember now. It was a song that... Uh, it was a song that they were that they were singing. Man, what song was it? I can't, I can't remember the song, but it's a TikTok song. And Orion was the one oh. that corrected me. And Interesting. Seven-year-old is like... <laughs> Dad, it's that's the lyric is the song. This is hashtag yeet. And I was like, shut up, son. So this I don't know these things. This speaking of younger kids, this is a conversation that we had in my house. Cause someone's like, Oh, you knocked that down, yeet. And I was like, What? Yeet. Like, what is yeet? Like, ah, he doesn't know what yeet is. I was like, No, I don't. And I started getting angry. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I felt like that kid in class who kept misspelling the words was time. Was, you know, it's time to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy can't read. Um, but it's of excitement, approval, or surprise. So, like, um, like if you smack, see when someone gets smacked, you're like, yeet, and it's just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Sexual. I did this for you because you have no. That's skeet. <laughs> I, I thought yeet was just another form of skeet. No, skeet's what you do on a cracker. Oh, yeet, 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 yeet. That's, that's a, like ski, ski, ski. Yeet, yeet, yeet. I think it's a transformation. <laughs> like an East Coast, West Coast thing. Uh, Dan's like, what the fuck are they even talking nah, about right now? How are his, his kids, his How kids are hilarious. How old are your kids? Nine and seven. Minor, ah, there you and go. They, they say shit nonstop. Minor, 17, 17, 15. Oh, God. Good that, God. That's going to be wild. Should we? Mine. That's a house full of negative years old. You could take any one of them home with you. (laughs) I'm good. How many fights have broken out here, or are your kids kind of good to each other? No, they're they're more like their father, more of a mental warfare game, Mm. like crushing your soul type spirit. (laughs) Instead of like like anybody can beat someone up, but if you cause damage for years mentally, oh yeah. That's a yeah. real win. Yeah. Absolutely. That could, because that's a that's a bill you'll sign later. Exactly. Yeah. If off. you want to hurt him, be like, ah, oh. <laughs> back. I thought you had a six pack, son. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. Luke's gone for like that six hours. That sort of shit. Yeah. Oh, oh dude. With I you? I got. I was the king of that. <laughs> like 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 growing up. Like I I like. My, 
like my mom love her to death and I know she means well and I know that she never meant to be rude when she'd say this but she just doesn't have like a I shouldn't say this filter like like she just like the, there would be a lot of times where I clearly am just leaving to go to like the gas station or I was just like leaving to like you know go do nothing somewhere and she'd be like are you wearing that and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna wear my pajama pants to my friend's house for a bit. Like, is it, like, and it's just like, is it that? Is it that bad? Like, it was just like, I know she's just trying to to like, you know, make sure I'm like got everything in line. But I'm like, I, I'm just like, I'm just like leaving to friends. I don't know. Moms can crush her spirits. They can. Like, they really can. Like there, that was going in my senior year. Um, it's it's a long story on the photo. We'll get into it. But I was in the best shape. I weighed like like 175, 180, benching like 350, felt good about myself, put this shirt on, which is my stepdad's shirt. My mom's like, I don't, that just doesn't look right on you. Just crush my spirit. Dude. <laughs> she's like, she's and like, you're about to go take pictures. And she goes, you look kind of big in that photo. I was like, good. And she's like, no, no, like, you know, big. Can you make sure he shoots it from Yeah. Me? And I was just like. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. I was like, mom, have you looked at yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah dude complicated relationship when you wrote just with your mom yeah <laughs> real weird one Buck knows. that's true oh yeah. my god cause jeez my, cause I I uh, love her to death like my stepdad he just just he would just not say much he was really cool like he would just like you know make fun of you but your, your mom will crush your soul <laughs> she will uh yeah I am aware of that <laughs> I'm trying to teach my wife how to do it with that's the kids yeah <laughs> here's how this went for me yeah let me break this down for you real quick um so uh when people uh damn we're, we're gonna transition yeah. um um back over to to lift lab so so 75 hard is is not something that you kind of came up with but it but i assume it's something you guys kind of promote through um the gym or is that just something that you kind of promote yourself so i kind of promote it myself the gym just to tie it all together the gym promotes first form okay so first yep. form is like supplements andy Frischilla and his podcast that's actually what he does is he owns that company he okay. owns first form so i, I do gotcha. a lot of 75 hard on my personal instagram there were people from the gym that did it gotcha but, but yeah we i mean it Which, definitely falls in line yeah with you know healthy values staying on, on top of your shit and uh, if you guys do have Instagram, yeah, you do it on Instagram, right? Or, yeah. And it goes over to Facebook. Yeah, um, sauna talk. I, I, yeah. I know you haven't really been in the sauna, yeah. but it's still, you know, kind of a um, adapted version. But you got some really good information on there. Yeah, there's a lot of. So uh, thank you, I appreciate that. A, a lot of things that uh, that can help you. I mean, there's people that people think when somebody owns a business, they got. Yeah. all this shit is together like oh man he's a he's a badass he does jujitsu mm -hmm. he he coaches his kids team he does he, he does all this but you know you still go through shit and and you make yourself Always. vulnerable on there and you let people know it doesn't matter yeah. if you own a business doesn't matter yeah. if if you do jujitsu life is still gonna kick you in the nuts For or the sure. face or whatever and and i've found some of the stuff that you said has helped me on certain days well so, i appreciate that yeah no it's, and i uh, keep doing it and it pisses the people off that i work with because when i do it shirtless i think they, they, they piss <laughs> them so i keep doing it but no i think that you know to get to your point um just on like the business side I, i'm a very uh, goddamn uh, 
a lot of people in what I discovered, because I didn't come from, I grew up poor, right? I didn't come from a business family. I didn't come from a family that went to college. Like I wasn't around any of that. And so I've figured out a lot of this shit on my own and with the help of mentors and people that have done it before me. But what I realized when I was doing it is all the people that were mentoring me had also failed miserably at some point along the way. And then when I would start getting into like more like business networking things, everybody that I was networking with was just wanting to tell me how great they were doing. I'm like, this is bullshit because the people that mentored me, they start by telling me all the things that went terribly wrong. So when you meet somebody that owns a business, they're like, oh, yeah, it's great. I'm crushing. I'm making shit tons of money. Oh, my God. You're probably broke or one week away from it. Sure. Right. So I just try to post things that are real. Like, hey, guess what? Lost a shit ton of money today. Made a stupid decision and just try to like, you know, work through like, okay, what do we do next? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's something that I think a lot of people, that's what scares people about entrepreneurship is the, is the stumbles and is the bad days, you know, and, and when, you know, there are a lot of external circumstances that can, can cause flexibility issues and people maybe don't ever have the flexibility to become an entrepreneur, but all, but a lot of people that do have the flexibility don't realize it. and because they they kind of get they kind of get crippled by that 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 what if you know what I mean? It's the same it's the same fear that stops you from jumping off the high dive. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. the same fear that stops mm-hmm. you from you know uh, uh, it's it's it, it's legitimate to an extent, but at the same time not undefeatable. Well, the people when they do the what ifs, they only look at one side of the what if. Yeah. What if it all goes absolutely terribly wrong? Yes. Right. So what if it all, all goes absolutely terribly right? Sure. Right. And the. The thing that I think I've come to grips with, because I, I get like I'm like a high anxiety person. Yeah, but I think everybody is right. I think it's pretty normal, but we try to make it like an abnormal thing or a negative thing. Yeah, your anxiety is a system of checks and balances, mm-hmm. right? But when you when you start thinking about the what ifs, you imagine the worst possible scenario. And then for whatever reason, that worst possible scenario has a higher likelihood in your head of occurring. Yeah. Right. Very rarely does the worst possible scenario happen. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. I wanna, we were we were working with kids uh, last night. Um, they go to Greenwood. They're s- seniors. They found I have a studio, and they're like, "Hey, can we can we rap?" And one kid really wants to do it, and and I was talking to him, and I was, and that's the biggest thing. I was like, "Who cares?" Yeah, like people are gonna make. Fun. I, I was like, "Who cares if people make fun of you?" For sure. I, and so, like now, some people are gonna like it. Then one kid showed up, and then last night there was three kids that showed up, and so I was able to get them some beat software and stuff like that. And I was like, "Don't do the what if." So I'm like, "I'm at forty and I'm happy, but I'm starting. I wish I would have started this sooner and not worried about what everybody else thought." Yeah. And it, so, and that's that's the biggest thing is because. Uh, I have a wife that those are the, that's the people in my house that matter. Not everybody else outside of it. Right. Sure. Right. And you're going to suck when you start. Oh and God. Like, if you look at the, the iterations of like what the business started as and what it is today, it actually bothers me to some degree when, when people see what it is today. Right. Because they're like, Oh, this is awesome. This is great. But it was like, not that great <laughs> seven years ago. I mean, to me, it was great, but I realized like how much shit we did wrong, right? Yeah. And so, with opening, this is a, a good example. Is we opened a second location, right? Just l- literally on Monday, okay? Congratulations! And I had opened a second location before and failed miserably. I shouldn't say failed miser- miserably. I had a lot of problems. Yeah. Okay. And I ultimately, the best decision for me was to close that business. Sure. Yeah. Okay? yeah. Which is 
was the best decision obviously a real hard decision yeah and i lost a bunch of money right nobody wants to talk about that but anyway yeah. so in the cicero one we took two guys that were working for us downtown and we put them up there okay and this is the fifth or sixth gym that i've i've owned it's the third one that i've started from scratch okay and so they're up there they used to be in downtown where there's people in the gym all day long all now of a sudden we got two employees and we have two times as many employees as we do members and it's crickets yeah and they're like oh this sucks I'm like this doesn't suck this is off to a better start than the than the one we started seven years ago because this time i have an advertising budget yeah and i know what i'm doing and i know what i messed up but yeah they want it to be instantly like yeah. downtown yep. is yep like it's not just, that doesn't happen no, it's unreal, not. and they have an unrealistic expectation that's why i tell every podcaster when they come yep. to me yep. when they, the way one i've been doing it four years i'm like you're not going to get a lot of downloads what? yep mm-hmm. and you're not going to have this like you it's a it's four years now and i'm somewhat successful yeah somewhat successful and it's still not even where it needs to be at yeah. watch the first joe rogan and they like posted that the other yep. day mm-hmm. it's terrible yeah oh it's so it's bad terrible i just right? posted all of our old ones uh when we for we did yeah. release and they were awful yeah but Lost i do tapes. have a question for you yeah. though uh related back to um so two sons that play football yeah yeah and then so they go to the, the training at school right how how and this is where my issue is tell me if i'm wrong but we want to put him in something outside of that yeah sure so like more more oriented one's a cornerback one's a safety one's mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. we want to put him somewhere because he wants to gain weight mm-hmm. and the kid will work it but i'm just like he didn't have much gains going through the school yeah i mean that's a hard thing you see i've seen this on all sides right because i worked at the collegiate level i worked in a private level i've taken kids you know from the high school level that have come into the collegiate program i've also helped kids in a private sector go to a collegiate program right and so every place is different and sometimes people are in really good situations and really good scenarios that work out really well to translating them to the next level sometimes people need extra help right so i'll give you an example when i went to high school we had a really good football team um and we were one of the first schools that had a full-time strength and conditioning coach Okay, he was also our offensive coordinator. He played he played quarterback uh, in baseball at Michigan State, super athlete guy. Um, and he was designated just as a strength and conditioning coach. So he didn't teach any classes or anything like that. Now, now as a professional, I can see that some of the things we did weren't quote unquote the best, right? But I'll say this. The guy was there every single day. He got me passionate about it. He like had a whole bunch of positive things that played out right and so but my point is is like i would put a kid in a scenario where he feels like he's going to be successful right because especially at that age if you don't think that you can be successful then you're not going to be and like you can have the best laid out program in the world but if the kid doesn't believe in it it's not going to come to fruition right now for me i didn't have any choices i was going to go train at the high school because i was broke it was free it was after school this is what you're going to do and on top of that this guy came from from michigan state he was a big yoked up dude i believed in him i thought it was going to work for me and ultimately it did and then the other the other piece of like the high school thing is like well what's the camaraderie like with the kids right and usually what happens in the private sector is you get them to come in a bunch not always but like if one kid comes from a school a few more come right so they're still with their teammates to some degree and and that's like that's like the thing you're you're working through 
you know and parents like i don't really want to shit on people because that's not my thing but like there's a lot of people that work in that high school setting or or even middle school saying that they're not really good professionals yeah but they have the job that they have and they've had it and they're going to be in it but as a dad like i want to make sure my kid is number one safe yeah right number one above all and that's like the biggest thing and if it doesn't check that box then i have a problem and and you guys have kids programs right For sure. absolutely yeah because he's he he's he's going through that i can't gain weight yeah i can't gain weight yeah. and then we want to put him and put him somewhere where he can gain weight the right way yeah and make sure um and, and get faster because a lot of the other kids he goes to greenwood i'm not knocking greenwood's a great school but sure i haven't a lot of the kids have went somewhere else and had more mm-hmm. right accelerated more in their speed accelerated sure. more in their strength than they did there well and that's the that's sort of the conversation that we had and we've had a couple of times you know i you had the experience with basketball of getting to train at an elite level outside of just you know school stuff and i had the same experience you know working with professional scouts from a very young age in baseball and you know you you had the similar experiences with with, with football and, and your kids are having the same experience and, and, and I, you had that with basketball right yeah i did with basketball yeah yeah absolutely and so we we all understand here sitting in this room we understand that it's it's good to get out of that pond yeah, it's it's good to get out of that high school pond, and it's good to to get out when because I I I can't tell you how much I benefited simply from stepping out of at the I think I was ten years old when I started working with some um uh some some personal trainers and 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 um you know really baseball guys you know people who play baseball know what you mean when you say baseball baseball guys and so. You know, when you start to work with those types of folks, you see the talent that not only they've brought out in people in areas around you that you know you're going to compete against one day or maybe you're competing with currently, but you also are like, this is the level I need to be at or my kid needs to be at if they want to move on to that next level. And then also because we came of that, and I think that this is what's the most important, um, especially about... Um, you, you know, you you not only uh, training folks uh, um, of different age levels, but I think we understand what it's like to have it made a chore and to have it not be fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and that burns a powerful fire that destroys a powerful fire in a lot of people because you know there's the, the mental health aspect of it is not even taken into effect. And I, was, I, and I, burnt, I think that's something yeah, I was that, burnt yeah. by my junior year. Yeah, because yeah. we yeah. had we were playing AAU, then playing leg league ball, then you have to be at open gym, and then you have to be at workouts. So yeah, you're just like when you're it's when not you, fun when you're not taught that it's a way of life rather than um, something that you do after school to stay out of trouble or something that you do to get into college. Um, when you treat it like a way of life, it's it's different. And I didn't have that when I was a kid. I didn't have somebody telling me that I had great coaches. Um, but it was just like Same. the coach was the person telling me what to do yeah. and telling me how to get better. A lot of them, you know, since it was just AAU and we only saw them during the summer and then, um, our more like a boss and less of a leader. Well, and no, it, 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 it's not even that it's, it's more like we just didn't have enough time for them to, to like worry about that. Yeah, it was just, true. it was just basketball. I mean, it was a tournament every weekend. You had one or two practices a week, you know, 
some of those things you know once you get to college then those that's when those coaches start teaching you yeah. the day the day-to-day process of life but there's very few high school coaches that actually go through that and do that it's usually just a sport and the season's over you go to your next sport or mm-hmm. or you do whatever it is you go to work a job after that and you know it's just a thing that you do rather than a way of life and i learned that weightlifting or eating healthy or not 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 even eating healthy eating the mindfully eating, eat, eating mindfully so that so that it's the best way that you have felt Mm -hmm. if if you feel good mentally and physically then your diet probably works for you now you could be off moderation wise you could be off by some of the ingredients that might be hidden in some foods but for the most part you got it down you just got to change some variables um but there's these these kids these days unfortunately if if they're not doing something outside of high school um outside of the conditioning that they do at school um they'll make it with athleticism but at a certain degree it's they're gonna they're gonna plateau because that's where all the other kids get to and then um you go to so i sent my i sent my daughter to his gym and i mean i saw a difference in I don't know, it was maybe two, uh, I would probably say about three and a half weeks, I could see a significant difference. And uh, she does jujitsu and she wrestles. Um, I, I think the difference is in her confidence, to be yes, honest. You know yes. what I'm saying? And, and it was that, it was, there, there was that one moment um, because we put her in a tournament. She'd only been doing it for a month and she was just afraid that she was going to do terrible. And I was like, I don't care that you do terrible. Yeah, right. I understand that you just started doing this. I just want you to get out there and make yourself uncomfortable and and prove something to yourself and she i think she was successful on all of her lifts she might might have missed one but she ended up uh placing and she was nominated or not nominated but she qualified for nationals we didn't go but i mean afterwards she was just like i just can't believe I, i i did that yeah and that translated to wrestling and she had a winning season in wrestling didn't face one girl she faced all boys and she had a winning season in wrestling. So it, there's these there's there's times when you do have to get out of the high school realm and the high school coaches. I know it's a family. I've been there. Sure. You know, it's 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 yeah. it's all the same thing. <laughs> there's they too many dads. To there's the too family. many dads on the sideline. And there's a lot of politics that have their own agendas. Yeah. yeah. My son made it, and half the people didn't know who he was. I want him to do it on his own. Yeah. Now he has a passion for it and now okay, we'll do what it, we'll do what we need to do to get to the next level. Yeah. Cuz and then True. now he just started playing till he's in 8th grade. Um I had eight seven concussions. I just had my 8th yeah, so one. I, I was about to say his brain probably thanks <laughs> so, you. But and the other thing is if you don't play against and that's why the programs like yours has gotten yeah. really popular and other thing like that, we're paying you like we're paying for a service we expect returns from it yeah and then so you're like i'm in all right this is my client i'm invested the same way people pay right. me the podcast i'm invested in you to make yeah. it the best possible product absolutely you know instead of being and those coaches they're great strength coaches great but also if if you're not being put if you're if if you're as a sophomore you started as a cornerback right that's pretty good but think about it though is where are other cornerbacks at at other schools right. yes as i get older yeah and your quarterback was not very good at your school not knocking great kid you're not playing against the best so you're constantly not yeah. getting better so yeah. that, that's what i said you gotta get out of that pond yeah and then he's gonna have to get beat constantly yeah. And, yeah. Keep, and be like okay i have to get faster stronger and he realizes that now yep uh but the passion is there uh, for sure one thing i love he's a great teammate 
Yeah. You always worry about your kids being a dick. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's huge. <laughs> Be, and, and also, and, and you know, we can all attest to this, but you know this probably as much as anyone, the value of being coachable yeah, is, sure. is, is invaluable. If, if, if people who ever, you know, put their kids in sports, put them in for no other reason than being coachable. And that's one thing that he, that's one thing that he is, but I think sometimes he's still afraid to say, sure. to ask and, uh, yeah. The, the other kid Tanner who was here he was the senior that tore his knee and that's the reason Colin was able to play but thank god Tanner was able to finish the senior year out yeah. and I was so thankful he could um, but yeah that I think that's important and that's where it's grown so much for other people to send them is because there's not a, there's not an agenda with, with the private sector zero right agenda. yeah, right. yeah. And, and that you're, you're only invested in that person's success. and plus if you get a kid to get better and then you see their progress i mean yeah. that, you know like from and, a coaching aspect it's such a great feeling mm-hmm. and and also you in a business like this you're only as good as your product Absolutely. because because people who you know you because people probably ask about a business like yours a lot of their friends you know they they mm-hmm. that word of mouth marketing for for a business specifically like this one is huge and and when you're not able to deliver on your product, that word will spread. And so, you know, for, for a business like yours, you know, to, to be opening a second location and, you know, growing with the, you know, the, this guy over here doesn't, you know, put a positive word if he doesn't mean it. And, you know, he's spoken, you know, very, very highly of you guys. And, and we've been, you know, excited to have you on for quite a while now. And, uh, so, you know, shout out lift lab. Heck yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. So, what what would you uh, when you um, you know get kind of kind of leave us with a with a not not a pitch, but like you know what? Why is it important to focus on you know not necessarily just the seventy five hard, but like you know the 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 sort of ownership of the of the self and the life. Right. I mean, obviously, that's pretty loaded up question. Sure. I started by telling you like you're the sum of all your parts. And like I have, I'm a PhD dropout just so we can put that on here, right? Like I don't want to one up Kanye here. But, <laughs> uh, one of like the key like tenets I took away from that was like there's this Greek word called erite, and it, what's ironic about it is uh, Andy Frischilla, same guy did seventy hard, seventy five hard, started clinging on to this word. He, in my opinion, he's messed it up just a little bit, but. <laughs> Erite is a Greek term and it means like excellence in all you do. And it drives home at this point of if you're not good in all aspects of your life, you can't be great in one, right? So if you're not Mm. at an optimal level of physical health, you cannot be the best business person you want to be or even the best podcaster you want to be or the best dad you want to be or the best anything because this thing is bringing you down, right? And also if you're like, if you're a shit dad and a terrible person, you can't be, you know, the best business owner you can be, right? So you have to have like a well-rounded excellence in everything that you do. And, you know, with Lift Lab, we, we only have, really have one rule, right? And I always joke, but it's it's so serious, is the only rule is you can't be a dickhead. Yeah. And you'll get kicked out, and we fired members. No thanks, we don't want your money, you need to leave, because you're bad for the culture and environment of people trying to, you know, better themselves and move forward, right? So that's like, when I said at the beginning, like, that's the common thread. You may not be the best in your field. Like, you yeah. may not be the best barista at Starbucks right now, right? But you're trying <laughs> to build to something greater and have, like, a bigger outlook on things, yeah. and that's, that's what we're there to help you do sure well that's awesome and uh so you know um nick 
you know, he, he was the guy who, you know, Nick came to me and said, Hey man, we need to have this guy on the podcast. I'm super glad that we did. You know what I mean? That's, that's a, that's a, um, a great episode. I'm glad that everyone got to hear. And I hope that uh, some folks, you know, come your way out of it. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Love um, that. yeah, absolutely. And, uh, so before we go out here, uh, I want to remind everybody that the Todd McComas show is coming up this Saturday. We do have a low ticket alert on that. So, uh, jump and grab those tickets. If there are any left, we may be sold out by the time you hear this. Um, um, uh, but we'll have another show coming up soon. Um, and also, I will be opening for Chris Kattan in uh, Richmond coming up in January. Um, so, y'all, uh, Nick, you want to tell the people where they can find you? They know. And Oaks 5 on, on, wait, what is it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oaks 5 on Facebook and Oaks 55 yep. on Instagram. And Dan, you want to tell people where they can find you, buddy? <sighs> I do. You can uh, check out Lift Lab at lift underscore lab. For uh, the business stuff, my private stuff really isn't that exciting. It's mostly my kids okay. and me doing like uh, hillbilly bro stuff. But there it's, you go. It's God guns and barbells. If you're really interested in all the right, stuff, there you so. go. All right. All right. Well, um, yeah, check out Lift Lab and, and all the stuff they got going on there, uh, and and give them a follow on their social media. Um, and again, you can always find the podcast at Uncle Buck's Podcast. Um, we got some, I think, some new listeners that uh, that last episode. Apparently, you guys, you know, like when we have witches on the podcast so i I, maybe we'll keep that in mind do we have a shout out um are we coming out with some uh uh, stickers yes i do want to go ahead and shout out ajs uh designs boutique um they're going to be getting some stickers made out for us um and uh uh, i think that they're putting together a um cool ad read for us in exchange are gonna you know a couple local businesses working together yep we're gonna we're gonna do some ad reads for them hopefully generate some revenue and they're gonna make some stickers for us so we're excited about that sweet and bj did you have something you want to mention this week uh check me and uh apl uh first time and since christmas we were in the same room doing a podcast um the food that we ate was ungodly um yeah i've also been on that podcast harder brunch um shout out um dyke michaels i i worked with those guys to get their sound and everything set up so i spent a lot of time over there a third time being on the show yeah um but i'm still struggling to stay awake i'm so hungry right now just thinking about (laughs) it just dude dude, the picture you showed of that was it on a table that was like a charcuterie board it was like it was like a glory hole table yeah yeah. (laughs) it was like a milking table they had like three holes oh that's so funny and i was just like dyke did you get like because like in in dyke's house has i gave my old tv yeah and so like i just see people just giving him stuff or whatever and i just see this like oh let's just get let's just give her this table with three random holes in random places yeah that's weird it, it was and they they just put the fruit on there and i was like all right i'm not yeah. a, i'm not, a, I'm <laughs> not a little fruit it. coming out of the loom huh but yeah it had uh we had um scottish eggs three different kinds of sausages uh oh, so was good. it fried biscuits and sauce uh, gravy and then um liver hash is that what liver hash jeez and then we had um some kind of greens i didn't know what it was because i don't know vegetables (laughs) (laughs) i don't know vegetables and then um uh and then we had bacon and then we had the delaware dry meat oh yeah with the crackers yeah and then we had some kind of other bacon that i just 
Yeah. Well, shout out to Harder Brunch. You guys uh, check out their podcast, but also follow their Instagram. They post pictures of all the fabulous food that they make. And so um, Dyke is an incredibly talented chef, and he has some very talented friends. Shout out to Bridget Horan. Um, uh, they come over and help him cook these immaculate breakfasts and brunches. Well, brunch, technically, it's in the name. But they put together this spread for the not only the guests, but the folks from the show that come over and work on it. And you sit around and you eat this food and then uh, afterwards you not only talk about what you just ate, but anything else that, you know, you talk about. So yeah, should do a keto it, episode. It is a... Uh, well, I mean, you, you could yeah. go in there and, you know, not eat the bread and shit. Well, it, it is a rated R show, just in yes. case. Yeah, yeah. But. I would like to see some recipes, like some keto recipes. All I know is Dyke cooked with one shoe on. One shoe? It's Dyke. If you know him, you'll understand. Barefoot so in the kitchen, and I don't know why. And then why. this time he was barefoot. He sizzling bacon barefoot? Yeah. It's a brave man. It's just, and I love Dyke. Dyke's, Dyke's one of the good yeah, dudes. He's, yeah, he's hilarious. Dyke. A great stand-up comedian. Check him out. Yeah, yeah Thad was there. And, and, Thad, shout out Thad, too. Yeah. So, But yeah, check that out. And then, um, and then like I said, like, we appreciate all the support for this show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we are going to go out today. This is a song that I brought up to Nick earlier, and uh, he's like, hey, I got another got another white rapper I like. He's not bad. Yeah. yeah not bad at all. And uh, we're also going to, I guess, break this down this has got a music video with it so i guess we're gonna oh. break it down and we're also gonna um uh uh do it as our final go out song so dan if you notice anything i don't know how you get how much you're into like symbolism or like freemason symbolism or anything like that if you notice anything shout it out uh we think that you know and we think a lot of that <laughs> stuff is wound into a lot of the pop culture that we see so if you notice anything call it out could be a bunch of bullshit too. yeah yeah it could be you know we could be making the symbolism up as we go but so could they <laughs> oh they are for sure <laughs> When did this dude get like? I, this is the first time I've ever heard of him. Yeah, is I don't he know. like like brand new? I heard it just the other day on the, like the viral top fifty chart or whatever. I love that baseline though. Some nice 3D. That was cool. I can appreciate that. Don't believe in thoughts. This is some fantastic 3D. Yeah, work. the production on this is really cool. It's a lot of space 3D. He's from Sydney. For those that he's oh, Australian. He's from Sydney. That's cool. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sound anything like Australian. That was a cool line. Even if I don't get paid for progression, I'm gonna get it. He flows like crazy. Yeah, no, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a, a part of the occult. I don't see any symbolism <laughs> in his shit. He's definitely not. He yeah, he's not, not Illuminati. Be, Shout out to the Masked big Wolf enough for that. On Although the other, he he's called Masked Wolf, so who knows? Well, I mean, I could say that it's the flip side. He seems to be being. He's. I mean, he's very positive. 
he's very honest like i mean he's basically talking about when your brain freezes you can't stop you can't you can't stay in the deep you got to get your ass up you got to get out you got to do something you got to keep progressing basically what we were talking about this entire episode yeah Hell yeah. Oh. Now this was fake. This is for sure fake. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely Freemason symbolism. Now my uncle was there. It's, it's real. <laughs> my uncle did lighting for that. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Is it just me or me right now? Did you see the, um, the, uh, oh, who was the jeweler? There's a jeweler that put out a piece and it looks literally like a vagina and a clitoris. Like the the jewelry around it is pink, you and can't it's got rewind the lip. An ad. That's funny. You can't rewind the uh, ad. Look, that's hilarious. The irony. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That kind of. I don't know. Well, that. It's oh, it looks like a horse head, dark horse. I know, gotcha. but it's good symbolism because if you drink enough of this, you can get to what's around it. There you, <laughs> you can get to the dark horse. It's also <laughs> Katy Perry's. Is that Katy Perry's wine? Uh, I'm just kidding. She has a song called Dark Horse. It's a dumb connection. It makes no sense. <laughs> I had no idea she had a song called Dark Horse. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we should break that video down. Tons of symbolism. We haven't? Yeah. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, I don't know if we've signed off officially, but if you're still <laughs> listening, why? Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>